This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to Liverpool's 3-2 win at Newcastle United that took them back to the top of the Premier League table going to the final week of this incredible, nerve-shredding and unprecedented season. Divock Origi, that man again, came on for the injured Mohamed Salah to score the goal that moved Jurgen Klopp's relentless side onto 94 points. That would have been enough to win 24 of the 26 previous Premier League titles, but more importantly, it means the pressure is now firmly back on Manchester City going into their game at home to Brendan Rodgers' Leicester City on Monday night. We'll start this podcast with our Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce's definitive verdict on yet another night to remember. You'll then be able to hear every word of Klopp's post-match press conference, which includes fitness updates on Salah and Roberto Firmino. We'll then get the verdict of three of the seven made-up, if not emotionally drained, Liverpool fans who have called into this show, and that's Simon Donnelly, Matt Addison and Ross Strachan. I'll then read out some of the comments that have been left on our Blood Red podcast Facebook page, which is free to join if you haven't already done so. And then we'll go back to the callers with the thoughts of Owen Thomas, all the way from Norway, Matt Whitty, Nathan Davidson and Peter Lally. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Premier League title race is going down to the final day of the season. The Reds have set up that thrilling finale with a roller coaster 3-2 victory over Newcastle here at St James's Park tonight. Hearts were in mouths for long periods of that game. Liverpool's season looked to be unravelling before their eyes. There was the the sickening sight of Mo Salah getting stretched off after a horrible collision with the Newcastle goalkeeper. And Liverpool looked strangely vulnerable defensively for periods of that game. You've got to take your hat off to Rafa Benitez's side. They caused them a lot of problems. But the, the character of this Klopp team is absolutely unquestionable. And yet again, how many times have we said it this season? When their backs have been against the wall, they found a way to win. And they've certainly done that here tonight. You know, to come back from what they endured in the new camp in midweek, you know, absolute balls of steel in this in this Liverpool side. And it what it means is it puts the pressure right back on Manchester City. They've uh, they've managed to ensure that Rafa Benitez hasn't wrecked the title dream. Now they will look to another former Liverpool manager to do them a massive favour when Leicester City go to the Etihad on Monday night but uh, Liverpool have done all they can they've now moved on to 94 points we're in the the first week of May and they're now top of the Premier League table the travelling cop behind me went absolutely wild four minutes to go when uh, two substitutes combined to make the decisive contribution Shaqiri whipping a beautiful free kick into the area and Divock Origi's glancing header the Belgian the hero yet again to add to that dramatic late winner he got against Everton earlier on in the season. So, uh, great, great scenes here at St James's. Liverpool have maintained that this amazing Premier League run. We'll say eight straight wins now under huge pressure. They just keep going and going and the title dream is still alive. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Yeah, the character of your guys tonight, I mean, it, it might be a little bit desperate with five minutes to go, um, but what they dug out there was seemed incredible. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot to talk about. You could, you could talk about football tonight, you could talk about just purely about showing real heart, showing real passion, showing real desire. So that's just brilliant. I don't say 
that Newcastle didn't show it. They showed it as well. Unbelievable. They gave they gave us a, a, a proper game. Um, but I think in our situation, with um, all the circumstances around, some people probably expected us to to show a bit of nerves. Boys didn't. Um, it was just a difficult game for different reasons. Um, of course, our um, um, playing three days ago, the most intense, uh, the running-wise, uh, the, the, we had the highest number of, of kilometers in, in Barcelona. So obviously, and then three days later, you come to Newcastle, and this is, I said a couple of times, obviously opposite of a friendly game tonight. And the style of play of Newcastle is not really to defend with tactical um, moves. It's just a long ball, Rondon is fighting for it, and you wait for a decision of the ref, foul or no foul, when it's no foul, you have to carry on, when it's a foul, it's a free kick, so uh, in either direction. So that means you cannot do it with a proper formation, you have to do it with legs, with really with runnings, with runs and stuff like that. makes it even more intense. That's why it makes so much sense to keep the ball. That's what we tried a lot of time. We did it really well in a lot of moments. We, I, I thought really so like we, I liked the body language always when we passed the ball around. So, I, But around the first goal, it was not that good because you, you have to, pa- to keep the ball, but not for keeping it, for, for creating a, a situation or a gap or a, a passing option. And that moment, all of a sudden, because the intention wasn't right, we were a bit under pressure. We played a not so cool pass to, to Ali. Long ball, Sadio jumps on the ball, ball stays hot, coming back, pop up, 1-1. One, one. Um, I liked really the, the reaction of the boys. Like um, I didn't see any any major concerns apart from we can see the goal, which is not cool. Um, wonderful, our goals were wonderful. Eh? First goal, Pete Krabitz and... Greg and James, our analysts, say what they do around set piece is unbelievable. Midway, um, it's really nice to see having Virgil van Dijk completely free in the box is probably pretty rare. Uh, wonderful routine, and then we scored a second one. Nice cross again, Trent Alexander, Arnold, and um, Mo is there. But then they scored their goal, and then it's um, not too long to go anymore. We have to sub Mo. Not cool. We have fresh players on the bench. Try to have impact, and they had wonderful, wonderful free kick from Shaq and sensational header from. They were going to win the game and um, are qualified for the league final, which is brilliant. Okay, we'll go Sam then. Oli, Sam, you went capable. Oh, yeah. Another critical goal from Dimas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They're crucial in the course of the season. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So crucial. Well, what can I say? It's, it's just brilliant. It's like a fairy tale. I'm, you can say whatever you want about me. They don't play often enough. Shakiri not often enough. And then I make this decision. But it's great. Just that they do it. I love it. And um, so that was really a big moment. What's the second goal, huh? Or did he score a third one? He scored three. He scored against Everton, didn't he? Yeah, Everton, I know. And was by the... Oh, yeah, it was very, but not as important as tonight, but still very, very good goal. That's true. Okay, Ollie, and then we'll go to Steve Bates. Yeah, when it, when it went to 2 2, and then Newcastle were looking confident, the crowd was getting loud, Salah was carried off. Did it feel like everything was going wrong? Did it feel like it was over? No. Always when the ref 
questions. I, I would have been happy after when, when it's still 2-2 and I see the, the, the injury time. In that moment, we were 3-2 up and I saw the injury time. It was actually the, the, the other way around. The eight minutes. Wow. Um, so we had a lot of time to play, obviously, and a lot of time to defend. No. I said it now to a couple of colleagues. I, I, I'm sorry, but I'm not native, so I cannot maybe say it better. But I accepted long ago that is that we, we do everything, absolutely everything. The boys throw whatever they have on the pitch. So that means will we be champion or not? It's destiny. It's like this because we do everything. We cannot do more. We can, can you get more than 94 points? Can you get more than all the stuff? Not really. So. Boys tried everything, even in the draws when we had it, they tried everything to win the game. So it's all good and we have to, and I, that's exactly what I was in the situation. We tried to have influence still. So it was clear we didn't have for a while set pieces. That's true. I mean, we are pretty good in set pieces, we didn't have them. So in this moment we had one and we used it. That's, um, I, I really think it's, um, it was deserved. So yes, they were a bit... Um, they came a bit up in that after two two it's normal eh? it's normal they had no game three days ago we had a game it's absolutely normal but I really loved the way how calm the boys still were and I said the boy the, the calmness is always interrupted by a long ball on Rondon and then it's chaos ball coming down blah 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 and you have to collect it or not and you try to go on the other side but how many Quick restarts did we have with Robo on the left side? It's just incredible. When, when, when Ali had the ball, we threw the ball there. Nobody reacted as quick as Robo and Ali. And wow, what a race going there for the game that was again from him. So just the boys showed in each second that they really want to win it. We knew what we had to do. And the boys did it. And in a very difficult game, credit to Newcastle. That was wow. If any people would doubt or whatever that teams they don't play for anything anymore that maybe um, are a bit halfway on the beach already that was today or really the opposite I don't know is there any any history between Newcastle and Liverpool or, or which I don't know about because atmosphere was like in a there's something that happened something in the past and um, all that stuff so but the boys again we're ready to face it and ready to deal with it, and that's brilliant. Because Billy Monday's potentially the last one. Let's just see. Yeah. Um, can you just give us an update on Mo Salah? And what, what, um, he got obviously the hip of the, what I heard, the, the hip of the goalie on his head, um, and then it was on the ground, and the dog had to um, had to make a decision um, on the pitch, off the pitch, and a decision was off the pitch. We accepted, of course, and then he, when he came in, he was sitting in the dressing room and. Um, and watching the game, I don't know, or we watched the game, the television was still on. So he was then fine, but of course we have to wait, we have to wait. But um, he got a proper knock, obviously, in that situation. Would you, would you rate it doubtful for Tuesday? I cannot write your headlines, I said what I have to say. <laughs> no, he will not be ready on Wednesday. For the final week of the He will not be ready for Tuesday. Well, we play on Tuesday. Yes. Even worse, he will not be ready for Tuesday and the rest we will see. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. This is Simon Donnelly, LFC jury member for the Liverpool Echo. But what a victory tonight. I genuinely can't cope with this for much longer. My reaction during the game has changed in the last few weeks. Um, 
I'm no longer noisy or vocal. I don't shout. I'm finding myself being absolutely quiet. I'm doing all the gesticulations. My arms are going up in the air. Um, I, I'm, my fist is clenching and I'm doing all those sorts of things, but no noises coming out of my mouth. And I think it's stress-related. I can't... Um, I think something may blow within my body soon because this is... This is unbelievable. This fight between City and Liverpool to win this title this year, I don't think there's ever been anything like it. No one, neither team is willing to uh, to to give in. We're just not, neither of us are dropping points. I'm just glad City have got two days now to dwell a little bit on the pressure because they ain't playing Leicester until um, Monday and our old manager, Brendan Rodgers, could Although he couldn't win the league for us a few years ago, it was it 2014? He could, he could get it right this time and win the league for Liverpool by taking points off Manchester City. If I'm right, either yeah, I am right. Either way, it now goes down to the last game of the season. Sadly, Brighton are home and hosed and have nothing to play for now, which is a bit of a disappointment. Um, we are, and I'm sure we will if necessary. I'm sure we will beat Wolves at home. I'm sure Man City will be Brighton away. I think we're sort of relying on Leicester to grab a point uh, at the Etihad on Monday night. Thank God we're still in it. I, in my head last week it had gone, but we're still there. We're fighting. What a result tonight. Trent Alexander-Arnold, for me, man of the match. Low, low, slightly lucky in the first half to stay on the pitch. Roll on next weekend. Hope Mo's all right. Come on, you Reds. Hello, it's Matt Addison for the post-match podcast after Liverpool went to Newcastle United and won by three goals to two. It was tense, it was tight and it was terrifying, but ultimately the Reds were victorious. I'm so glad that this season is nearly over, to be honest. I don't think I can take much more of this. This is an unbelievable team that we're watching though, and whatever happens from now on in, this has been an incredible season. Liverpool were clearly tired from Barcelona midweek, but dug in so, so well. They found a way time and time again this season, and they've done so again tonight. I thought Trent Alexander-Arnold at right-back was absolutely superb from start to finish. It's 11 assists now in the league for him this season, level with Andy Robertson, and he looked at it tonight after being rested in the Camp Nou. He was fortunate perhaps with the handball that Christian Atsu put the ball in the net before he could get sent off, but realistically, he had a point to prove after being left out for Joe Gomez against Barcelona, and he certainly proved that. Mo Salah as well was excellent until he went off with that injury. He was kicked all game by Matt Ritchie. That one in the first half down his Achilles looked particularly painful. But for him to go off with that head injury surely makes him a doubt for Tuesday night and maybe for next weekend too. With 22 goals in the Premier League this season, he's been fantastic again and it would be a really sad way to end his season. I thought Daniel Sturridge was excellent as well. It might well be his last appearance for the club, although we have of course said that before, and if Salah is injured for the next two games, you'd imagine that Sturridge might have to play. It was a lovely back heel for the move that led to Salah's goal, and I thought Sturridge made some really good passes tonight. He doesn't always make the right decisions, but nine times out of ten against Newcastle, I thought he did that. He didn't do much at all against Huddersfield Town last Friday night, but you have to say, tonight he was excellent. I thought Dejan Lovren was all over the place. I'm not quite sure why he was selected over Joel Matip tonight. 
I can only guess it was for fresh legs. That perhaps backfired a little bit, but Liverpool got away with it in the end. Divock Origi, or perhaps Jamal Lascelles, got the Reds off the hook nonetheless, and Virgil van Dijk had a big role to play in that winning goal. It was he who told Zed and Shakiri to take that free kick instead of Trent Alexander-Arnold, and thank goodness he did. It was so, so important to keep the pressure on Manchester City at this stage of the season, and now all we can do is pray that Brendan Rodgers and Leicester City can do something on Monday night. Ross from Witness with his thoughts on the Newcastle v Liverpool game. We got the win, but they continue to send our heart rate through the roof. Liverpool, what are you doing to me? We got the win 3-2. David Arigi, very late on with a header. The saviour before in this season with his wonderful moments against Everton. Has pulled it out of the bag. And we take it to the last game of the season. The pressure is piled on City now with two games to go. For me, City are going to have to win these two games now. They're going to have to take maximum points. And we've done everything in our power to put them under pressure. I thought, game-wise, I thought it, it started... The, and we played. We were playing well. I thought it was going to be once the first goal goes in. I'm thinking, you know, this could end up being a comfortable night. But we all know Liverpool fans... That's never normally the case. Nothing's ever simple. And it transpired again tonight that that was the case. They got back into it. And it all, again, I've, I've said it a few times. I mean, it's all a blur, what's happened there. It's just the emotions of what's on the line and just go through the roof. We got we got back into it. We got the lead 2-1 into half-time. You're thinking, you know, that's, that's going to be enough now. We'll push on the second half. But you... Newcastle deserved a lot of credit. People slated Newcastle quite regularly. They don't really seem to spend much money. I didn't. Really, I don't really know many of the players. But Benitez does a good job there. We know. We know. We all know about Benitez. Top manager. Top man. Class act. And they had to go. Newcastle. Um, they looked lively. They got. They got back into it again. Rondon, who was a, a bit of a handful throughout the game, great finish to get the equaliser, and then you start to think, is this is this the end of it? And the time goes on, and then they look that nasty injury to Salah, very worrying. You know, going into our last couple of games, two the two biggest games of the season coming up. But we, we, as I say, we can't think about that now. Let's just think about what happened. And Arigi, come on, come on. And he, and he saved us. He, he saved us. It was a great ball by Shakiri. It was something like the 87th minute. You're starting to think. You're starting to think in your mind, you know, that's it. We've had a good go at this, but at some point we were going to drop some points. And we haven't. We've pulled it out the bag yet again. And like I say, now the pressure is all on City. They're going to have to win their last two games. We've done everything we can. So we're going to have two, two eyes firmly on Monday night, Leicester City, Brendan Rodgers. Can he be the saviour for us? Can he can he give us a helping hand? So we'll watch that with, with real interest, but I'll I'll go confidently into the last game of the season. We will beat Wolves. We will beat Wolves at Anfield. 
So City are going to have to get the job done. I know they've got a, a, on paper an easy game, but they're away, they're at Brighton. The pressure, they know they're going to have to win that game to retain the title. And that's big pressure. So I'm quietly confident about what, what, what could possibly happen because the way it's transpired, it's going to, if, it, if everyone goes on and wins the remaining games, literally... Points. No one's dropped points for months and months and months. It's it's unbelievable the points Sally we're on. You know it's it's beyond comprehension really. But that game's done now. We've got the win three two. We were brilliant in the end. We got it done, and now we focus back on that Champions League game. The news is that Firmino, they reckon, is going to is is out. And really worrying the scenes of the way Salah got taken off. Didn't seem to move for a good five minutes on the pitch. I think he's got to be a major doubt for that game. But, you know, he's got a stake. He's thrown his name and they asked David Davigi. Look what he's just did. Look what he's done. Let's have a real go. We've got absolutely nothing to lose now. We can have a go at Barcelona. It's almost, it's a free, we know what we've got to do, goals-wise. But just give it a go. If we get beat, we get it, 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 you know, we've just got to have a go. And then we go into the last game of the season, Wolves. It's, it's again, all we can do is win the game. And that's all we've been doing. That's all we've been doing for months and months. So I'm, I'm confident. I can't wait for the game on Tuesday, Anfield. Messi at Anfield be interesting to see. You know, greatest player in the world. Be interesting to see him at Anfield. But I won't be focusing too much on that. I'll be focusing on Liverpool, getting behind the boys, putting the pressure on Barcelona. And let's just see what happens on the night. I'm positive. I still believe this is the season. Come on, Liverpool. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Right, now I'm going to read out some of the comments that have been left on our Blood Red Podcast Facebook page. Johnny Wilmot said, Tough game. We weren't at our best, understandably, after Barca midweek. However, we kept going and got the win. Hope Salah is okay, as this is the last thing we need. Robin Johnston said, Every time it looks like the tide might turn against us, we find a way to turn it back. This Liverpool team doesn't know the meaning of the words quit or panic. We are going all the way to the wire, and I couldn't be proud of the heart we have shown, whatever the result. Fingers crossed for Hopefully he'll be okay for Barca. Love this team. Come on, you red men. David Gravestock said, What heart, what a gang of lads. Reached the stage of the season where it doesn't matter how we win, just win. That was painful. Really thought it was over, but no. Up steps Big Divvy with the goal of the season. This team may come up short, but never has a side deserved to win the league more. Love him to the bottom of my still booming heart. P.S. When we win it, I'm getting a Big Divi tattoos to celebrate. Up the fantastic Reds. Sara Downey Ruiz Velasco said, I love this team and how they don't quit. Just like no fans should stop believing. I hope Mo is okay, whether he's fit for Barca or not. I just hope he's okay. This season has been incredible and it's going to be crazy last week and day. Let's hope we have three games left, not just the two this week. Derek Dungan said, What a team, what a season. We never give up. We go to the last game with a chance of glory. Superb character shown all season. Well done to all involved. Byron Holt said, first off, get well soon, Salah. This team will not lie down. VVD showing his intelligence, getting Shaq on the dead ball. Look laggy and shook today. Lovren isn't fit for this. Bring back Joel. 
Jesse Farmer said, my nerves are shredded. What a result, what resilience and belief. We can't control City result, but I'm so proud of this team. We deserve to take this fight to the final day. So happy for Origi and Shaq for what can only be described as a priceless late goal. I hope Salah is okay. We need everyone and the kitchen sink for Barcelona and Wolves. All the way from Melbourne, Australia. Go on, you Reds. Eddie Baldera said, Mosala, get well, mate. And wow, what resilience this team has not to give up. With the last-minute results we have been having, I wasn't too worried when we went to 2-2, but I was worried when we lost Salah because that is a huge blow. Nonetheless, here comes Origi with the winner. It's not over until it's over. It will be all decided next weekend. Let's go, Liverpool. Andy Pizzi said, relief. They won in the fashion that title winners need to, to on occasions. Can't do any more. Johnny Wilson said, I'm exhausted. Some rusty performances from our normally reliable players. Luckily, Origi was in the right place and time again to rescue the team. It underlined that no matter what happens this season, our bench needs to be stronger for the forward line to compete with City for next season. I have a feeling this may come down to how both squads can cope with injuries to key players. Come on, Leicester. James Rowland said, great win, boys. Let's hope Brenda does us a massive favour. Steve Jones said, an absolute testament to the depth of the squad. Depth we didn't have in previous years. This team just doesn't know when it's beat. Just to guarantee that we'll still be in it on the last day is a gargantuan achievement, considering the deficits and points this time last year. I don't think we've been in it on the last day since we last won it 29 years ago. This is a team that is still on an upward trajectory. Long may it continue. Now we have to wait and see how the chips fall. Mark McCrum said, people will say we were lucky. It's funny how the harder we work, the luck here we get this team won't ever give up Rod Dixon said the longest eight minutes of my life in extra time Klopp and the boys look exhausted and it feels like adrenaline is firing them on super subs like Divock and Shaq may just win us the league come on Leicester John Rowland said what a great back to the walls performance and Tom Jacobson simply said in Klopp we trust right I'll now hand you over to our final four callers Owen Thomas Matt Whitty Nathan Davidson and Peter Lally the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hi, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. You might hear the footfall as I'm walking in the on the hills of Bergen in Norway. Beautiful city. You should come and visit. Uh, just watched it in the Liverpool Supporters Bar in the centre. It's called Scruffy Murphy's. It was amazing. There were, you know, scarves everywhere, um, banners everywhere, you know. It was a, it's a terrific place to come and visit, and now we're just on our way back to our friend's place to stay. And I don't think I will sleep tonight. I think I'm just going to lie back and stare at the ceiling for a while in the darkness, contemplating the div. The Divock. What a header. What a cross. And what a decision by Virgil to insist that Shakiri take that free kick. It was a beautiful match. A cracker of the match. It had people in the supporters' bar on the edge of their seat, off their seat, up and dancing and clapping and singing and wailing. Everybody was fraught with nerves throughout the second half and of course everybody's prayers are for Mohammed Salah we hope that he has a swift recovery that was an incredible match and yet again Liverpool in the last few minutes 
salvage another three points to put pressure again for the 31st time this season. The, 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 the leader has changed at the top of the Premier League and it's, it's great googly-woogly-moogly stuff, isn't it? It's just terrific. There are no words. You've just got to sort of invent them. I'm sort of babbling when my mind is babbling and I just can't contain it. 94 points. 94 points. Wow. I don't know if there are any brown bears around here. I thought there were brown bears in Norway, but if if I see one, I'll probably just give it a great big Klopp-style hug. This is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying, wow, go get them, Brendan. Hi, it's Matt Whitty, reflecting on Liverpool's 3-2 win against Newcastle at St James's Park this evening. Well, it was a battle that was reminiscent of a couple of the famous 4-3s in the 90s in terms of the the drama and the end-to-end nature and... uh, just you just do know what not not know what's going to happen next i mean the game had had everything really um except perhaps for a red card that uh in other circumstances we we might have had yeah oh my goodness absolutely absolutely drained watching this but it's exactly why you know we just love this sport and it's it's why you watch it and you just don't get this from from any other any other sport you know just it, it's just visceral it runs through you and uh yeah you just can't uh you just can't get this from uh from from anything else really and uh yeah i thought uh i thought we started started pretty well and uh we were we were on the front foot and uh there was no there was no guarantees given that we'd had a uh a, a pretty chasing night in in barcelona midweek and uh newcastle had a bit more rest but it, it was a bit of a surprise i think before the game i thought that benitez would sort of sit deep and do the do a low block and maybe try and hit us on the break, but uh, they, it was it was a much more open first half than that, and it was a real surprise that we got the opener from a corner with a with Van Dijk of all people being unmarked from five six yards out. It was just uh, yeah just the ideal start, and from then you thought well we'll start to pick him off, but couldn't really be far, further from the truth. And yeah, Newcastle there deservedly got back in the got back in the game. And then just as you think, oh, it's going to be a slightly tougher game, and yeah, then 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 we're ahead again. Just, just, oh, such a, such a, such a stressful evening. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, we get to we get to we get we 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 go back in front, and you think, okay, yeah, now now we're going to get the now we're going to get the control. Get to half time, and then after half time, I thought we started pretty well, and I thought uh, we had had the chances. To, to extend it beyond uh, beyond the one goal lead that we had at that point, I thought Rob, uh, Andy Robbo was brilliant throughout the entire match. I mean, just his his energy. He was a constant outlet on the left. He was running. He was closing down. There was a brilliant bit of closing down that um, was reminiscent of the uh, the, uh, the the famous closing down he he did against City last season, where he was just like pressing like a madman. It led to a chance, but we couldn't quite finish it. Sturridge had a great chance to sort of make it make it three one. We couldn't quite finish it, and yeah, and then we just let 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 Newcastle back in the game. It was a, it was a, it was a great finish from Rondon. I, on a on the TV, they sort of highlighted Mane running past the ball, but I don't really think you can do much about that if a decent cross comes in and it gets a little nick and just diverts to 
one of their most dangerous players. I mean, there's not a great deal I don't think you can do. I mean, you can't you can't be everywhere, and he absolutely buried it, and uh, no chance for Allison. Um, and I thought throughout the rest of the night, I thought Allison was uh, was excellent. Uh, one slightly dodgy piece of possession aside, and I thought that he just makes a lot of routine saves look really, really easy by his great positioning, and we just should not underestimate how good he is with that. And yeah, at 2-2, half an hour to go, you're looking stressed, and then Salah goes off, and you're really hoping that he's going to be okay, but if that's a concussion, he's not only going to miss, obviously, the game tonight, but yeah, there is there is no chance of him playing on um, against Barca, if that, is the, if that is the case, and he's probably going to be a doubt for for Wolves as well, depending on how he how he gets by. So yeah, really, really hope it's just a... Uh, not as serious as it looked uh, in in real time because he he's going to be a massive massive miss in midweek, and yeah, and then it, the game looked like it might have been petering out, but yeah, as as has happened so many times this season, I think there's players that you know we 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 don't have the the strength in depth that that City have, but what we have had this season is that players that have been on the fringe or not been in the starting eleven have just made major contributions and you just saw at the end uh, at the end tonight with uh, Shakiri crossing for Arigi for another crucial late winner just immense just absolutely made up yeah brilliant top of the league pressure back on city will it be enough we don't know we've d- we've done everything we can and uh, yeah focus moves to Barca hi there Nathan Dirton talking about Liverpool's 3-2 victory in the end over Newcastle. Sorry if my voice is a bit croaky, but that was a very tough 10-15 minutes to watch at the end. Uh, it started well. We got we got the early goal, which is what everyone in this situation where you've got a massive much-win game once, and it was because of a poor bit of play, really, from Newcastle. We got a corner, and they allowed Van Dijk to have a free header in the box, and after probably the last person you want to give a free header to in that position and Van Dijk just heads it down just far enough away from the keeper to uh, put it in the back of the net so brilliant start but Newcastle as I've done all season I've, my, my girlfriend's a Geordie and obviously I do watch a bit of Newcastle and they do have a they never give up they do come back very similar to ourselves are quite determined and they did that um it was a bit of poor play from our part, though. I think the when it comes out, I think it's Sturridge who just let Richie go, and he gets the original shot off. Before then, it eventually comes. It's Alexander Arnold, then comes back out and is put away by Atsu. But yeah, I think originally it was just that lack of concentration that allowed that chance to happen, and it came at the end of a sloppy bit of play. So can't have too many complaints about that deservedly level. Then. Mohamed Salah, great goal to put restore the lead for us. It was he made it look a lot easier than it actually was. I've got to say Sturridge did well in this bit of play. It was a throw in, goes to Sturridge and he holds the ball up, waits for the two defenders to be drawn to him, and then once he does is he does a clever little back heel, and that means that when the back heel comes to Trent Alexander Arnold, he's got the space there to whip in. A perfect ball and we all know what Trent's delivery is like and he does that and Salah is leaning back just trying to make sure he can get that right into the corner far enough away from the goalkeeper and that's exactly what he does brilliant finish 
Um, absolutely perfect. Not too much power, just puts it far enough away from the goalkeeper out of reach. Then for the rest of the first half, the pace of the game slowed down a bit and both teams were trying uh, to be very direct, either one ball over the top or a long diagonals, trying to get in behind the other. And it was working with a degree vary of success for both teams, but n- no one got the breakthrough and it went 1-1 at half-time. Then the second half, we come out and... I'm sorry, not 1-1 at half-time, uh, 2-1 half-time us, and then come out in the second half and Newcastle get level and it was once again a set piece that piece has played a massive part today uh, the corner comes in and it's not cleared well enough and it come, and they knock it down I can't remember who it was knocked it down but it knocks, knocked it down into the path of Salomon Rondon and it, to be fair to him good technique and a good finish and he blasts it into the bottom corner but for me it's about them second balls being around Closing down a little bit quicker and just being a little bit more aware there, a little bit too slow to react. Then Shakiri comes on, Ginny Wijnaldum goes off. And then four or five minutes after that, Mohamed Salah injury, the last thing any of us probably want to hear at this point in the season, has to go off in a stretcher. Um, it looks to be a, maybe a head injury or concussion-based injury. Hopefully it's not going to be too serious, but the fact that He's had to go off on a stretcher. It isn't very encouraging. It's just going to have to be a case of wait and see on that one. But hopefully he'll be able to play some part in the season. I can't see him being able to play maybe on Tuesday, but hopefully he can play on um, next Sunday. We we already today found out as well that um, Firmino is definitely out for today and uh, highly doubtful for Tuesday's night game against Barcelona. So that's two of our front three who we could be missing with for these final two, two, three games of the season possibly. So that could be absolutely huge. But you've got, I think you've got to credit some of the players who came on. And Rigi, he was, he did really well. He come on. I like how he's changed his game to be. Uh, he works really hard for the team. He's got that power and presence about him. And of course, it was Divock Origi who got the winning goal. Um, if you go, it was a free kick that came in, whipped in by Shakiri, and he just had too much for the defender and I think he heads it and it comes off the defender um, Jamal Lascelles and goes into the net so I'm not too sure if that'll go down as a Divock Origi goal or an own goal but it was originally going to be Trent to do an outswinger and then Van Dijk and Fabinho were both like no 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 Shakira, you take it an inswinger and just so glad they did really because it turned out to be absolutely massive and a game defining moment but yeah it was all about set pieces today and then in the last five ten minutes I, w- I was losing my marbles at the fact that we were still trying to attack and we just couldn't keep the ball I just wanted us to keep the ball try and get it in the corner and just make it as difficult as possible for Newcastle to do anything especially with the fact there was eight minutes added time due to the Salah injury but we got through them we got past it luckily and now it's on to the next game but you've got to credit the boys for the character and the way the just kept going today and never give up. That There is a belief in this team now. You can see that they believe they can score and they don't panic in the last 10, 15, 20 minutes. So just some points to summarise. For me, I don't want to be too harsh because obviously I've got hindsight, but Lovren was the wrong choice for me. For for me, I prefer Matip over Lovren. I'm not Lovren's biggest fan. Um, for me, as a defender, especially as a centre-back, all you want for them is to be reliable 
And Van Dyke, he's amazingly reliable. He's so calm and correct all the time. That's why we love him so much. And I think Matip's becoming more reliable. I know he has these little mad runs and sometimes gives you a little scare. But for me, Lovren's one of those players where he always wants to make an impact. He wants he wants to do something to make an impact. And that's just not what what I would want personally from my centre-back. I just want someone who's going to be solid, much like Joe Gomez is when he plays there. So I was a bit surprised that he came in for Matip, but maybe um, Klopp was maybe thinking about the legs and stuff like that. But we got away with it. I thought it was better when Fabinho dropped back there as well, so we'll move on from that. I don't want to be too harsh, obviously, with hindsight as well. So that's it. We've took it to the last day now. we put the pressure on Man City for Monday. And then we obviously have Barcelona on Tuesday, see if we can turn that around. And then... On Sunday, it is Wolves. Last day of the season, we could possibly win a title. I don't. We've in my lifetime, we've not been in this position on the last day where we can still win the title. So absolutely buzzing. It's been a fantastic season, regardless of what happens. Up the Reds, come on, let's just get it in these last few games. I'll be in Liverpool next week, and it'll be an absolute party if we can do it. Come on, you Reds. Peter here, post match. After Liverpool go top of the league on 94 points with a game remaining as they beat Newcastle at St. James's Park 2-3. That was real champion stuff to get the win there. Liverpool grind out another win. Uh, are, we, are, we, are we something like 25 points better than last year? That's an amazing change. When Klopp said at the beginning of the season that the plan was to stabilise the team... I didn't think that sounded too exciting, you know. Uh, I, I guess I was still thinking of strikers. I was thinking of, I don't know, something a bit more flamboyant than that. But when Klopp said it, he meant it. My goodness, we are stable. One, one league loss in the whole season. And I don't even know the number of games where we've won it by a goal or come back. The spirit, the quality, everything. Great stuff from Liverpool. Uh, we ground out the win. Uh, I could say I'm very proud of the team that they've managed to have such a season. The only downside of this game was Salah going off after possibly a concussion. It looked like when his head was hit, he was starting. There was some talk when I was listening to the game where, they was, where the pundits were saying something about you might have to have seven days off after a concussion, if it is a concussion. I mean, all I was saying was, uh, first of all, I hope Salah as a human being was well. He's a very, he's, everyone likes him, don't they? So, you know, you, you don't want him to be anyway ill or badly injured. But then secondly, you're thinking Barcelona. If Salah's not playing, we, 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 we have zero chance. That's how it feels anyway. One other thing, another thing I'll say about this match was we had Sturridge on and Sturridge is shot. Sturridge is not up to it. Uh, when Origi comes on, he's got pace and strength and power. He's not good enough for Liverpool, but he's good enough to make a difference Poor Sturridge is no longer able to make a difference. He's, he's shot, that's what you can say. It's unfortunate at such a relatively young age for a soccer player that his career basically had come to an end. Uh, the other guy I say is I was delighted to see Shakiri back on the pitch. Probably like you all, uh, I've always loved his enthusiasm. His whole attitude is that there's so few characters left in football that to see one is, is a rarity. And uh, he always looks like he's so confident in himself that he's the man. And when he's come on, he has made the difference in so many matches. 
Uh, I, I hope he doesn't choose to move off somewhere else at the end of this season because uh, I think he's a great player, Shakiri. I think he's really good. So anyway, in this game, for the, for the winning goal, he took the cross and did a really good cross from a free kick and stuck it on the head of Origli or Lascelles or whoever the hell stuck it in the net. So lots of good stuff about this. And I think for all the neutrals, they can enjoy a league title that's going down to the last game of the season, which is, uh, I believe, next Sunday. So well done, Liverpool. And uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. Up the mighty Reds. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.